0: This is an ABC podcast. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, chicken noodles, lunchtime delight. Never a fright. If I couldn't have noodles, I'd start a big fight.
2: Oh, what you're singing about there, bud?
1: My favourite lunchtime treat, instant noodles. I've been looking forward to this carby goodness all morning.
2: Good for you. Well, while you were in the kitchen cooking up your lunch, I've been reading through emails from our amazing curly listeners. Mm,
1: Always a fun job. Mm -hmm.
2: Let's see. Uh, Maggie would save me in a fire instead of you.
1: (gasps) Betrayal.
2: What else? Oh, Nora thinks you should get a pug so long as you pay the medical bills.
1: Mm. Oh, such squishy little faces.
2: And Evie says... Oh, dear. What?
1: D- did you want to save me in a fire?
2: Oh, sweetie, no.
1: Oh, oh well. What then?
2: <sighs> You're not going to like it.
1: <coughs> I've got my noodles. I'm in my happy place. I'm ready for anything.
2: Okay, uh, well, Evie wrote to us and said she's not eating any foods with palm oil in them because it hurts orangutans and destroys their natural habitats.
1: Oh, right, yeah, I read a bit about this. Lots of rainforests have been destroyed for palm oil plantations and that means there's less space for animals like the orangutan and the Sumatran tiger, which are both critically endangered. But what has palm oil got to do with foods?
2: Well, the reason they keep making more palm oil plantations is because it's used in lots of different foods, and that's why Evie has decided not to eat anything with palm oil in it.
1: OK, so Evie doesn't like any kinds of palm oil?
2: Yeah. Some products now contain sustainable palm oil, but it's only a small minority. The rest are still using unsustainable palm oil. But here's the tricky part, Carl. Evie has had to give up lots of the foods that are super delicious.
1: OK, well, luckily for me, the foods I love don't have any palm oil in them.
2: Is that what you think? It's in so much of the stuff that you munch on, Carl. Oh, really? Like what? It's in most processed biscuits, sweet ones and savoury ones. It can't be. Chocolate. (gasps) Yep, nearly all the chocolate at the supermarket. Plus, unsustainable palm oil is also in... In what? In what? Instant noodles. No! Yeah, turns out your happy place food, not so happy for the orangutans, Carl. No, no, this is too much. I'm so... (coughs) sad. Carl, are you still eating the noodles?
1: Let me feel my feelings, (coughs) Molly.
2: Right. Well, today on Short and Curly, we're looking at the ethics of what you eat and what you don't.
1: And whether it's ever okay to eat food that's made in ways that are bad for animals, people or the environment, even if it is the yummiest food in the world.
2: Carl, think of the orangutans! Hello, and today you're
0: listening. Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, 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 Short Curly, Curly, Short and
2: Curly.
1: Now, before we put your next meal under the ethical microscope, we want you to think for a moment.
2: This is the time when you can pause the show to come up with your own ideas about a Curly question. Just hit play when you've thought it through.
1: And the question is, imagine if you found out the way your favourite food was made involved harming the environment or hurting animals or treating people badly.
2: Would you stop eating that food even though you love it? Hit pause now.
1: Now, to get to the bottom of this noodly nightmare, I gave Evie a call to talk this through.
0: Well, My name is Evie, as you know, and I live in Armadale, and I'm 10 years old. I like riding my bike and singing, and also I like researching about palm oil. and really passionate about all the things that ruins the environment by people using palm oil in products and things.
1: Now, I want you to cast your mind back and tell me a little bit about your journey with palm oil.
0: When my mum showed me this video about palm oil, I sort of put myself in the animal's shoes. I, it made me quite sad and just terrified of how... People are cutting down trees, and I just thought, it's not right. I want to put a stop to this.
1: And how difficult has it been to actually cut palm oil out of everything that you do in your life?
0: Very difficult. It's really hard, especially for me going over to my friends' houses and, like, having a snack at their house. And also my dad wants to make curries or something, I've had to say. Before he puts the curry sauce in, I have to say, does that have palm oil in it, and really check hard and make sure it doesn't. It. And I love sweets and I don't eat as some sweets that have palm oil in them
2: anymore. Our Snack Happy Brains Trust also loves sweet treats that have palm oil in them. Here's what they said. Would you rather the taste of the biscuit or the food or um, in saving the orangutans and their habitat? A few years ago I found out that palm oil was in some of my favourite biscuits, but sometimes when we go shopping, I go like, no, we're not going to get that because it's got palm oil in it and it's not very good for the environment. Sometimes I forget and I buy it.
1: Ah, we all forget sometimes and I just choose to forget more often than most.
2: Wait, what's that noise?
1: Uh, what? I don't, I don't hear anything.
2: Carl? Are you boiling the kettle to make more noodles?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm still hungry and they're the only sustaining delicious lunchtime snack I know how to cook.
2: Oh, come on, surely we can find a lunchtime recipe for you that's tasty and doesn't have nasty ingredients in it. You know what this means. Uh, I really don't. To the supermarket! We're here at the supermarket and we're going to have a competition.
1: Ooh, I like competitions.
2: Can we find a meal that's 100% ethical, good for the world and delicious? The perfect super snack. Ooh. The person who cooks the yummiest meal wins and... The loser has to buy us both ice creams.
1: (gasps) Everyone knows Carly Boy can't resist a good ice cream.
2: Who can? Okay, here are the rules. We can only spend $15 total and we've only got five minutes to pick our ingredients. Deal. Okay. ready, set... Wait, 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 wait. What?
1: Can I borrow $15?
2: Oh, why do you never have any money? I spend it all on buying
1: antique clocks.
3: Attention. Can we get a clean-up on aisle nine, please? There's no use crying over spilled milk, but you can't just leave it on the floor. Wait. Is that...? Hey, Molly. Hey, Carl. Matt Beard? What are you doing here? Shouldn't you be at the Ethics Centre? Uh maybe. But there was a microphone here and... Well, I can't resist the sound of my own voice.
2: Don't we know it. Oh, actually, Matt, could you put the microphone down and help us out for a second?
3: How about I help you with the microphone? No. no. <sighs> okay. What's up? Matt, I've just found
1: out my favourite food, two minute noodles, has palm oil in it.
2: So we're competing to find the most ethical
1: and yet still tasty
3: snack.
2: That's great.
3: But you know, you're going to have to avoid more than just palm oil to have an ethical meal, right?
2: Uh... Well...
3: If you're going to have a totally ethical meal, you're going to need to work out what makes a food unethical.
2: That's easy. It's a meal where nothing bad has ever happened in the making of this food. That's
3: not such an easy thing to find. There are lots of hidden costs, harms and challenges in so much of the food that we buy in the supermarket. Like what? Well there are the impacts on the environment, like how much water it takes to make a product. For example, did you know that a 200-gram block of chocolate uses about 4,000 litres of water to make it?
2: That's about as much water as you'd have in an outdoor spa, just for one block of chocolate?
3: Yep. And then there's how the land is treated wherever the ingredients are grown. Does it erode the soil? Does it destroy natural habitats of animals? And then there's the big one.
1: Carbon emissions. Mm, Yeah, making food sometimes releases carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, which leads to climate change.
3: (sighs) Maybe I should just give up eating altogether. But wait, there's more! Don't forget about animal welfare. You know a lot about this already, Molly.
2: Right, I don't like eating food where an animal had to die to make it. That's why I'm a vegetarian. But
3: even if you're not vegetarian, some farms give animals a better life than others. So there's still a lot to think about. Holy heck, are we done yet? One more thing. You need to make sure the people who are working to make the food are treated well. Around the world, there are still places where people aren't paid a fair wage or are even enslaved to make certain products.
2: Ah! Sorry, I just, (laughs) this is going to be really hard. What am I going to buy?
1: Yeah, we need some time to plan. So, why don't you listening pause for a thinking question?
2: Good idea. And the question is if you had to buy yourself an ethical snack right this minute, what would you eat and why? Hit pause now. Okay, 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 okay. Before we kick off, here's an idea. Matt, why don't you help us avoid any unethical ingredients?
3: Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty
2: busy. You can use the microphone.
3: OK, I'm in. You've got five minutes to buy all your ingredients. On your marks, get set, shop!
2: I'm going to make a delicious, healthy roast vegetable salad.
1: <laughs> Salad-shmallad, Momo. I'm going to make some tacos.
2: OK, first things first, need to get some pumpkin.
3: Time's ticking, people.
1: Okie dokie. Need some delicious cheese. Yes, I need some delicious cheese to sprinkle
3: on my tacos. Hey, Carl, you know how cheese is made from milk? Yeah? Do you know how milk is made? Uh, yeah, it comes from cows, right? Yep. But cows don't always produce milk. They only make milk when they've just had a baby. Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to get cheese, am I? Well, it's up to you. But what you should know is... Lots of baby cows are taken away from their mums, which causes a lot of distress for both the mum and the baby. Some farmers do this in a way that's gentle for the cows, but it's hard to know which cheese uses milk that comes from one of those farms.
1: Okay, well, thanks a million, Matt. Tacos with no cheese, then. I wonder how Molly's going.
2: Ah, roast corn, crunchy and guilt-free.
3: Hey, Molly!
2: What? What, Matt? What is wrong with corn? Corn
3: isn't in season right now, so those bad boys have probably been brought in by trucks or planes, which means a lot of unnecessary pollution. You could get
2: cauliflower
3: instead. That's in season.
2: I don't like cauliflower. That's why my catchphrase is no collie for Molly. I don't think I'll have anything to eat. I can't believe I'm going to lose to Carl.
3: Time's running out and the trolleys are looking empty. Step it up, people. Ah, I need beef mints for these tacos. Well, the thing about beef is it comes from cows. And cows, they fart a lot.
1: (laughs) Cool. Well, thanks for sharing that rad fact. Anyway, bye. No,
3: No, Carl, I'm trying to tell you it's a problem. Cow farts have methane in them which is a greenhouse gas. And that adds to climate change. Maybe I'll make fish tacos instead then. Good idea, but make sure it's sustainable seafood. There's overfishing to think about, plus bycatch. That's when fishing nets also catch other animals like dolphins and turtles.
1: Turtles? Dolphins?
3: Matt, you're really bringing down the
1: vibe here. Okay, I found a more ethically sourced fish. Ah!
3: This fish is so expensive!
1: I'd need to steal more money from Molly. I mean, borrow and definitely return more money from Molly.
3: Ethically made food is usually more expensive because there are more costs involved in doing the right thing. And would you look at that? Time's nearly finished. Molly's running down the aisles with an empty trolley and Carl's... Wait, where is Carl? Oh, there he is. He's in the freezer, curled up beside the frozen blueberries, which I think are grown with pesticides. I'm so cold.
2: Get a move on, Carl. I can tell you're loving this, match, but you are really annoying right now.
3: While Molly and Carl race to the checkout to pay for their food, here's a question for you listening. You've heard today about just how ethically complex your snacks can be. Do you think it's okay to just stop thinking about it if it all seems too hard or too expensive?
1: Hit pause now.
3: Five, four, three, two, one, and time. Molly, Carl, how did you go? Yeah.
1: Uh, well, uh, it was a good game. I, I gave 110%, but I, I got a bit overwhelmed and I, I just bought this.
2: Carl, that's a light bulb.
1: Uh, yeah, I hoped it would give me a good idea. Did it? Nah.
2: Well, honestly, I didn't do much better. I just donated my money to the charity box at the front of the supermarket and uh, then I made a salad out of grass and gum nuts from outside.
1: So we've got lawn clippings, gum nuts, and a light bulb for lunch.
2: Still a better meal than cauliflower. Oh, you just got roasted cauliflower. And I don't mean for a salad.
1: This is a disaster.
2: I don't know how anyone can do this. Well,
1: Evie's done it, so maybe she can tell us how it's gone with her and her family.
0: It is definitely hard. It is very hard, but Um, I've sort of got used to it in a way. I've done it for a while. My dad always goes, if he buys something and goes, I have palm oil in it, he usually says, Oh, I forgot, sorry, I just bought it. Like they do um, try and do it, but I always have to make sure.
1: And are there any times that you've, you've wondered, oh, maybe I really want to just break the ban because there's this really delicious single thing that I just need to eat today?
0: Yeah, that has happened to me once but I just stop myself.
1: Some people would say that there are so many different problems with the world and can't we just enjoy our biscuits and chocolate drinks and noodle snacks and not worry? What do you have to say to people like that?
0: Because there's so many problems in the world, you can't just let them be and let them sit. You have to stop them. You have to change them. You can't just say, oh, there's so many, I'm going to give up and give up on the world and just... Let myself eat a forest in people's environment pe-
2: like animals' environment and homes. May I just say, Wowza, Kaplauza!
1: And it sounds like it is possible. But what are we going to do now with our light bulb and grass and gum nuts? I know. If we crush the light bulb into a fine powder, it'll be like a salty seasoning for the grass clippings.
2: No, definitely not that. Eating light bulbs would kill you. Carl, why don't we just eat unethically?
1: (gasps) Ollie, you wouldn't.
2: I don't know. I might if the alternative is eating a light bulb.
1: Mm. Why don't we ask our brains trust whether it matters that the food we eat is ethical?
2: I think it does because if they made sure that what they're putting in the foods
0: and how they're manufacturing the foods is protecting both
2: the people south who eat it and the environment. It'd be good to stop eating palm oil, but the people who are providing us with food um, are just using palm oil because it's cheaper, so it's hard to stop eating it. A lot of people think, like, even if they know that it's really bad for the environment, a lot of people think that they're just one small consumer and they're not going to make any difference if they stop eating it so they just keep on eating it but then if everyone thinks that no one's going to stop eating it and then everyone and then it's still really a big consumer thing.
0: You could have like a nice attitude and be nice to everyone else but you just eat food that is made unethically which doesn't really change who you are. There are
2: alternatives that um, the like big companies can find and they have the money to change but they just don't want to so we could but it's up to them.
1: Huh, I know that feeling all right.
3: Attention shoppers, this supermarket is closing in ten minutes. Hey, hey, Matt, put that loudspeaker down.
1: We've got something to tell you.
2: Oh, yeah? What's, What's that? We've decided to just ignore all your complicated ethics and just eat whatever we want.
3: Because it's all just too tricky. You're right, it can be tricky. It can even feel impossible once we realise how many things there are to consider.
2: Cool, so it's okay to never think about it again. That's the end of the episode. Thank you, everyone.
3: No, like Evie said, there are things in life that we have to do, like eating or shopping, that can have bad impacts on the world around us. Lots of the comfortable parts of our life have a hidden ethical price tag. It's important that we're honest about that.
2: But if we can't do anything to change that bad stuff, what's the point in dwelling on it?
3: Well, we can make some little changes... But most of the big changes need to be made by the groups with the power to change things. Mainly, that's big businesses and governments. Okay. well, what are some of the little changes that we can make? Just look at Evie. She's picked some of the issues that matter most to her right now, and she's focusing on that. Maybe we can't do everything, but we can do something.
1: I've got it, Molly. The perfect solution.
2: Oh, what's that, Carl?
1: We need to create our very own supermarket full of totally ethical food. We'll grow it ourselves on farms using, I don't know, our own waste for fertiliser and be
3: extra sustainable.
2: Carl, nobody's going to buy your poo food. Carl's personal
3: fertiliser aside, this isn't a bad idea. Big supermarkets and food producers have got a lot more power to change things than us as individual shoppers. Still... It'll be hard. You're going to realise just how pricey it is to make sure there's no dodgy stuff happening in the food being made. Also, get ready to have some cranky customers. People say they want ethical products, but they also want their food to be cheap. And when they can't have both, they can get grumpy.
2: I mean, that does sound tough, but also, let's call it Molly Mart.
3: I can see it now, from the farm
1: to the table, courtesy of whatever comes out of my bum.
2: So gross. Hey, so Matt, you never said. Who won the shopping contest? Oh, right. Well, they were both terrible snacks in the end,
3: but I guess you could probably eat Molly's without dying. So she wins.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. super chef in the house. And that chef is me. Carl, you owe me ice cream. Better pay up.
1: <sighs> well, I guess a bet is a bet. OK, ice creams are on me, but, Molly, I just have one question before we go. Yeah? Can I borrow some money to buy the ice creams? No. Fine. Then I'll grow the ice creams using my own waste.
2: Walk me to the ATM. Yay! And,
1: hey, while we're walking, let's say a big thank you to our Brains Trust for this episode. From Malulaba State School, that's Kobe, Duke, Eva, Isaac and Fred.
2: Plus the rest of the squad from Lansdowne Crescent Primary School in West Hobart... Lily, Stella, Silas, Ruby, Eleanor, Sasha and Kelly.
1: This show is made by ABC Audio Studios' Kelly Reardon, Justine Kelly, Bella Tropiano, and Kyla Slavin, who buys all the real ice creams at Short and Curly HQ.
2: And, of course, thank you to the incredible Evie who gave us the idea for this episode and talked us through all her palm oil dilemmas. It was awesome to chat.
1: And if you've got any ideas that you'd like to send us about ethical eating, feel free to send us an email.
2: Just head to the Short and Curly website and hit Contact Us.
1: And for those listeners who do write to us, Molly, maybe you can send them back your recipe for grass and gum nut salad.
2: Oh, what an attack on my character! You know, it's better than a light bulb. This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs. Hey, Carl, did you know that the new season of the Fierce Girls podcast is out now?
1: Oh, cool. Who's it about this time?
2: This new season, they had a competition to find the next lot of super cool and interesting Fierce Girls to make a show about.
1: Any sneak peeks? Molly, who did they pick?
2: Let's just say... There's a poet, a cliff diver, a hockey player and a doctor. Just some of the cool women to learn about on the Fierce Girls podcast.
1: Awesome. Well, let's all search up the Fierce Girls podcast and download them now.
2: Already done it, Carl. I'm way ahead of you.
1: Ah, makes sense. You're a fierce girl too, Molly.